Joining us for a conversation is Brett Richards, the CEO of Gold Shore Resources. Mr. Richards, welcome to the show, sir. Hey, Maurice. Thanks. Uh, thanks for having me. Well, it's a pleasure to be speaking with you today as Gold Shore Resources has some exciting news for shareholders as the company continues on its path to creating the next tier one asset in Ontario, Canada. Mr. Richards, for someone new to the story, please introduce us to Gold Shore Resources and the exciting opportunity the company presents to shareholders. <clears throat> yeah, I, I, absolutely. I, um, you know, Gold Shore is a, a company that was formed last year. <clears throat> We've been trading for just over a year now. And uh, on the back of acquiring the Moss Lake project from Westome Gold Mines for $52 million in cash and shares last year, um, and we have put together a strategy over the last kind of eight months, nine months to, um, to drill this up to, uh, to, let's call it critical mass. What we acquired in the Moss Lake project was a 4 million ounce historic resource. And our view is that, you know, the extensions of this resource, both laterally along strike and at depth are, are significant and, and particularly along strike. So, you know, our, our, our original strategy was let's put together a 100,000 meter drill program, let's get financed and let's get on with it. And, and that's what we've been doing for the past eight or nine months. And, um, you know, mo most recent results are starting to um, are starting to, I'll say, support the original thesis we had about Moss Lake being much bigger than uh, than, than uh, first thought. Well, they certainly do seem to indicate that. Before we deep dive into the press release, there are some important competitive advantages that distinguish Gold Shore Resources from its peers and truly make the Moss Lake property a unique value proposition. Mr. Richards, for someone new to the flagship Moss Lake property, please acquaint us with the deposit beginning with your location and some of your neighbors in the region. <clears throat> sure. Now, we're about 120 kilometers northwest of Thunder Bay. Uh, in Ontario. So from a jurisdiction standpoint, we're probably in the most mining friendly jurisdiction in the world. Um, and, you know, we are on the uh, Trans-Canada Highway. So which is Young Street in Toronto. It uh, happens to be the longest street in the world. It, uh, it goes all the way out to Manitoba. Our concession uh, is a joint to that. And, and why is that important? It's important for a number of reasons, particularly about infrastructure. When I look at you know mining projects at the end of the day, there's obviously there's the technical uh, side of things, but there's also the what I call the doability factor. Is this mine really doable? Can can you get this into production easily? And the answer for Moss Lake is yes. Being on the Trans Canada Highway means we're afforded 10 cent kilowatt hour power, which goes right by our doorstep. We have a four lane highway. So access to our site is, is, uh, uh, is as good as it gets. We have you know, power, water, rail, people, consultants, contractors, government, all within you know, nothing more than an hour's drive uh, into uh, the city of Thunder Base and an international port and an international airport. So we tick all the boxes when it comes to infrastructure. So that is kind of, <clears throat> I'll say the, um, the description of kind of where we are and why I think it's so compelling to be where we are. And there are a lot of people around us as well. The Shabandawan Greenstone Belt, where we're located, has been a bit underexplored over the years because low-grade <clears throat> bulk tonnage-style deposits were really not in favor when gold was $1,500. But now gold kind of trading on a floor of $1,800 
they seem to be very much more uh, you know appealing to uh, to investors and certainly after the success of detour lake i think you'll see these types of deposits more and more come uh, into production you we are <clears throat> yeah go ahead Morris. oh no sir go sir no go no I was. Uh, you referenced that you had a historical resource. You also completed a robust uh, PEA back in 2020. Can you share some of those highlights with us? So historically, the the, the area has been uh, let's so call it cobbled together as a big land package. Um, there are three distinct areas uh, within our domain: the Moss Lake uh, area being kind of the uh, the, the flagship. It is. It is what carries three and a half million ounces of that historical resource. Up in the northeast, up near uh, the highway, we have uh, Coldstream and North Coldstream and Iris Lake. <clears throat> Again, all kind of compartmentalized land packages that were cobbled together by Westcombe. And and there's a, a 500,000 ounce historical resource on Coldstream and a, and a, a former uh, actual operating mine at North Coldstream that ran for about 30 years in the uh, about, about 40 or 50 years ago so we um, we have a very interesting kind of um i'll say land package and um the uh the the work that has been done on this um culminated in 2013 where a pea was done on the property by moss lake gold mines again it was updated in 2020 uh, by westome uh, prior to kind of launching a, a sale process and you know the economics of that and you know let's 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 face it peas are a snapshot in time and the time in 2013 and the time in 2020 and the time today are are all very very different uh you know knowing that we are in a hyperinflationary environment today you know what what capex might have been 500 million dollars back in 2020 might be 600 million or 650 million dollars today and we have to keep that in mind as we go through but I think back in 2013 and back in 2020, this project, you know, at, at these gold levels at 1800 to $2,200 gold, it, it, it trades between a, a 27% and a 40% IRR. So after tax uh, internal rate of return, uh, very, very compelling. Uh, we can look at, you know, um, the MPVs of, of these projects, but again, they're snapshots in time. What that tells me is that this is a robust project that when when tested even with inflation even with different uh, input assumptions relative to the economic uh circumstances at the time uh, this is going to be a project and it's going to be a robust project now gold shore resources currently is embarked on a 100,000 meter drill program are you twinning the holes and conducting step out drilling on this uh doing both so we are we are doing some verification drilling of the existing historical resource we are stepping out laterally. Um, we are stepping out a long strike. And we have uh, identified a parallel zone to the Moss Lake deposit, which is you know very exciting. And, and some high-grade structural areas uh, within the deposit, which you know, will look to you know, improve the overall grade and volume as we get further down the road and get closer to a resource estimate. Speaking of your drill program, some of the initial assay results have just been released. What do they seem to indicate thus far? <clears throat> well, I, I think they, they um, we, we are, we've always been trying to test our own thesis that this is you know, bigger and, 
and a much more robust uh, as a deposit than than the historical resource illustrates. And we've done that through a geophysical survey, um, and you can see that on our website, the 3D model of it, where you can see you know the the potential for you know future mineralization up along strike that goes seven to twelve kilometers further further than where Moss Lake is now. And um, but I think the results that we started to put out from the very beginning show you know between one one point one one point two one point three grams uh, over long intervals long intercepts of fifty sixty seventy a hundred meters one hundred and twenty meters in some cases. So some really really good. I'll say some really good intercepts, but I think w what the surprise has been is where we have gone kind of not twinning holes, but, uh, you know, stepping out a little bit and, and stepping into an area that, uh, you know, might be, uh, might be classified as inferred, you know, we, we've hit some high grade, uh, high grade structures. And I think that's, that's simply because of the geophysical work we, we've done. The structural work we've done with um, you know a structural geologist by the name of Brett Davis who uh, who's on site currently, and uh, and and Pete Flindell who is our VP of exploration, he and the team have, have really kind of figured this out. So the the targeting of some of these uh, higher grade holes has been something that we uh, we uh, wanted to do because ultimately when we when we kind of go to uh, I'll say interpret all of this data. Um, you know, I don't think the market is going to want another kind of 1.5 or $2 billion project that does 60,000 tons a day and produces 600,000 ounces of gold. <clears throat> that's just not, you know, that's just not viable in this current economic uh, you know, uh, environment. You're not going to be able to raise that kind of money. You're not going to be able to get traction on, on that type of project. So, you know, I think we, we have to start pivoting and, and looking at, um, you know, alternatives and what are those? Is there a higher grade starter pit alternative here uh, within the deposit? And I think that's what we're going to try and kind of um, focus on over the next little while. So that will be more infill and more uh, delineation drilling than, than anything. But, um, you know, we are still doing some step out as well. All right. Well, let's get to the press release. Gold Shore Resources just received some welcoming news this week from the assay labs, which identified significant downhold gold intercepts. What can you share with us, sir? Yeah. So the the release this week was um, again more of the same. You can go into our press on goldshoreresources.com and and look at all the the uh, results that we have put out so far. Um, this uh, most recent one, 78 meters at 1.17 grams um, from about 170 meters depth. This is you know, a great hole. It's, it's all going to get contained within an open pit mine. Uh, it's going to pull a lot of tonnage in. Um, and, and I think you know, there were some high grade areas within that, including 22 meters at 2.3 grams and 5.6 meters at 5.69 grams um, in and around the 200 to 220 meter range. So this is really encouraging and and you know we there are some other intercepts on some other holes that we announced but it's all more of the same there's anywhere from 20 to 100 meters at uh, over a gram and that's what the the target that's what that's what's going to make this deposit at the end of the day is to trying to maximize the grade and even a little bit of grade you know 0.1 grams here is going to add 10 percent to our resource um so so, uh, you know, if you have one gram or 1.1 gram, it's quite meaningful at the end of the day. So we'll, we'll figure all this out once we get all the data. <laughs> we'll figure this out once we get, um, uh, get towards a mineral resource update at the end of the year. But uh, I think right now, 
and and you know I, I I can talk a lot about the current market dynamics right now, but sadly, you know, putting good results out into the market has not really you know moved our share price. It's actually you know we 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 have been impacted like all the other junior miners, and we've been uh, we've been trading downwards. I would have to agree with you on that, sir. But I know that the shareholders are delighted from this latest press release. Looking forward, what can you share with us regarding optionality and economic open pit shells as you model your resource? Yeah, I, I think we're going to see a lot of results come out over the next six months uh, of the of more of the same. You know, I'm illustrating our thesis that that uh, this is this is going to be a real project and and also I think better delineation on on, on defining this higher grade starting project. Um, but uh, we can't lose sight that, that this is, I think this is a tier one asset. This is gonna be 10 million ounces by the time, you know, the drilling has uh, has commenced, um, <clears throat> or sorry, by the time the drilling has uh, has wrapped up, you know, whether that's a year or two or three from now, um, there this, this is such a large area. There's, there's probably gonna be another 100,000 meters drilled behind this 100,000 meters as this gets towards feasibility study. And, and, you know, like I said, we've got a footprint here that is definitely a tier one asset at the end of the day. But I think we need to start focusing on, you know, what, what the market is going to respond to. And the market is going to respond to, is this a, a project that has a smaller CapEx option, smaller starter pit that's positive cash flow, you know, as soon as possible. Th those types of questions, uh, you know, need to be addressed and, and need to be presented to the market. So we're going to be looking at a number of permutations uh, at the end of the day when we when we uh, when we do a PEA next year. Well, let's get into some numbers, Mr. Richards. Please provide the capital structure for Gold Shore Resources. <clears throat> sure, we have about 143 million shares outstanding uh, today, um, and only five million out five million out warrants outstanding. And we've got about uh, $13 million in the bank um, uh, as of June. So, you know, we're well positioned here. We can, we can ride this out. As, uh, as I've said before, we got caught in a bit of a, uh, you know, the, 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 the whole market dynamics. We wanted to play a bit of catch up and, and get ahead of the curve on drilling. So we ramped up our drilling just before the whole market started crashing. So, you know, we took our foot off the pedal and we, we put the brakes on a little bit. We we scale we did scale up to seven rigs, but we pulled back now to a couple of rigs. I want to ride this out. You know, pres preservation of cash and preservation of this company is first and foremost. The, the the capital markets are so volatile and so unpredictable right now. I'm very comfortable just burning a couple of million dollars a month and just watching this, uh, or less than a couple of million dollars a month, and just watching how this unfolds to the to the fall, because you know we, we don't want to be in a situation where where we um, you know, where, where, where we have to go to the market and the market is not there for us. Speaking of being comfortable, I just want to share with everyone that I am a proud shareholder and I'm looking to add to my position under these circumstances. The value proposition is extremely compelling and I'm not discouraged by the price. I understand how markets work. Now, since we're covering numbers, how does Gold Show Resources compare with some of your peers? Well, you know, uh, we, we've really never been able to kind of figure this one out, but we're, we're trading today somewhere kind of in the order of magnitude or around $10 an ounce. And um, we have, uh, we're trading, you know, uh, it's crazy, but uh, that, that is kind of where we are today. Our peers have also been impacted, but they also had a higher starting point. We've got 
you know, uh, trading comparable sheet in our presentation that has us at the bottom of our peer group. And this is a peer group put together by a bank. And, you know, at trading at $10 today, um, and our peers trading anywhere from 15, 20, 25, all the way up to $100 an ounce uh, for, for Marathon. So, you know, we, we, on a pure comparison basis, we are the cheapest out there, uh, the cheapest opportunity out there. And when you start looking at what it costs to actually bring ounces onto a, a resource statement, you know, to, to put ounces into the inferred category costs about $30 an ounce. If you have, you know, if you have a million ounce, res, uh, you know, inferred resource, it's probably cost you $30 million to get there than drilling in other activities. So we're trading at a third of that, a third of what it actually costs to do it. So, you know, I, I think from a from an investment opportunity standpoint, there's one way uh, here, and it's up. <laughs> I agree with you, <laughs> sir. Well, in closing, sir, what would you like to say to shareholders? You know, I, uh, Maurice, I think thanks for having me on to, today. I, I think you know the the really compelling uh, investment case here is 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 how we have performed against the general market and where we are today and and i'll say the leverage that we have on the way back up you know this is not going to go on forever we we may still feel some pain uh in the capital markets going forward but but we are going to recover and commodities and equity gold equities are going to accelerate and probably much faster than the market when it does turn around and when it does come back we are actually leveraged to to that even greater than than, uh, than than the normal gold equity market because of our size and our scale and our potential to to bring this up to a tier one status. So the, the there are a number of com- compounding uh, you know compelling investment uh, reasons why Goldshore and and I uh, I am a, also a major shareholder of this company and and I have never continued to to, to lose sight of the fact that this is a real project and this is going to get into production one day. So. Thanks for having me on the show and look forward to doing another one and update the, all the investors and all the shareholders a little later on this year. Mr. Richards, it's been a pleasure speaking with you today. Wishing you and Gold Show Resources the absolute best, sir. Thanks, Mervs. The information presented on Proven and Probable is provided for educational and informational purposes only, without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness, or fitness for any particular purpose. The information is not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice, or any other advice. You should not make any financial, investment, or trading decision based on any of the information presented without first undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional broker or competent financial advisor.